you live. We're here, PFC. I'm here uh, with Huss. My name's Tiki. We're here going to talk about fantasy footy. I know you guys have missed it during the international break. It's been a bit of a drought. At least the games were World Cup qualifiers, so it wasn't too, too bad. But man, oh man, have we missed the EPL and we're getting right back into the swing of things. Going to bring you some pickups, some drops, some risks, some safe ones. Huss, what you got for the people? I'm just glad to be back. I feel like everyone thinks that international break is just boring. It is, uh, man. God. It only belongs in the summer. That's the only time we should have an international break when there's a we're summer gonna, tournament. We play. We had team. I mean, we had what? Italy facing Israel, even though it was a one nothing game, but still coming. Like, it's not right. Yeah, that's a rough game. I watched that whole game. One nothing. I was like, Palati. Yeah. Missed the, the goal within like what forty seconds. Ridiculous. That would have changed everything. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, all right. Uh, Fantasy-wise, let's talk about the league real quick. Uh, in first, I'm just going to go through the top five real quick. Ali FC, Mohammed, you got 48 game week points. Last time, you lead in the pack with 221 points. Then we got ADF, uh, A, B, C, D, E, F, C, Sean Maroney. <laughs> Love that one. <laughs> you got 199 points. You had second. You got Wayne Spiteri. Your arch did, enemy. <laughs> did he change his name too? What did he change it to? Tumbling 2D Bot Tom. <laughs> he's going after you guys, taking you down one at a time. <laughs> Took you down, now he's taking Tum down. I love it. Yeah, you got 192 points. He's in third. Then we got uh, Kona FC at 191 points in fourth. And we got uh, Evan Prosco. 182 points, say in fifth. That's what we beast. Got boys? Trying to figure out where the boys are. I might be leading the pack for us in 25th with 155. Still a long way to go. You got Lando USA, which is Al, with 151. He's in 31st. It's not bad. Where are you guys at? Oh, dang. I got to go to the next page. Yeah, <laughs> I'm next page in it. I'm 59th. Oh, 59th with 125 points. Oh, oh yeah, I remember saying that last time because you guys, you and Kara are right next to each other. Yep. Oh, cute. We belong together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got Fareed at 65th with 116 overall points. And then let me scroll almost all the way down to Toomey at 71st <laughs> out of 78 people uh, with 103 game week points. Uh, with three game weeks. Damn. Shocking, shocking Ouch. stuff. It's okay, so <laughs> after we get into all that kind of stuff, let's get into uh, the players. Anyone that hasn't seen this yet, we go through all the positions. You buy, you keep, you sell, then the risky player. Once you go through all those, we go on from goalkeepers, defenders, midfielders, forwards, and I'll give you one safe pick, one risk pick for captains. Excellent. Let's do it, Bussington. What you got for goalies? Ooh. This week, I'm looking at Forrester from West Brom. I mean, he got seven points, six points, two points. So he started off pretty good. And you know what? I think he, at 4.5, he still is one of the best spies when it comes down to goalkeepers. They're facing Brighton uh, away, but still, Brighton really hasn't had much luck scoring goals. Then you have West Ham who's in all shambles. They got Arsenal, which is might be in shambles, but they're still going to probably score against West Brom. Or it could be a 0-0 tie. You never know. 
but then Watford and Leicester. And with Leicester, with Silva transfer coming over from Sporting, that didn't work out. So now without drink water in the middle, they kind of miss it. They have a huge void there. So yep. you never know what Leicester's going to be now. Yeah, and they didn't have enough time to replace him. So you're hoping a guy like Andy King or some of the guys they brought in this summer will be able to fill that war, uh, that void. But, man, that's that's a tough uh, tough position to fill. And um, and for 4.5, again, that's a good buy. So that's my buy. Next one we got – where are you? I have to get to the guy. We have Tom Heaton, Burnley. Price at five. I think – well, he did lead all goalies in points last year. But still five for me. A little eh. Because Burnley didn't make too many great signings during the year. So I yeah. think they're going to be a little bit worse. But this week I would still keep him at least for one more week because he's facing Palace. And Palace also – Oh, boy. They're ranked in there with West Ham just in shambles right now. But after that, you got Liverpool, Huddersfield, Everton, West Ham, and then City. If you have Heaton, sell him after this week, after he faces Palace. Yeah, it's a tough, tough matchup's coming for Burnley. Yeah. And Burnley have already conceded. They've conceded two against Chelsea, one against West Brom, one against Tottenham. So they can't really get those clean sheets, which they had last year. They were a tough team. They were almost like the new West Brom last year. Yep, yep. Next, for... Oh, yeah, this was the easy one. For the sell, we got Pickford because we got Everton. Oh, boy. I mean, 75% chance of, percent chance of playing because you got the muscle injury, but uh, you got playing, you got Everton playing Spurs and then United. Spurs. Look, they're going to score. It's out, it's out of August now. I know. Uh, it's September, finally. Harry Kane has woken <laughs> up for his summer nap. And we saw him wake up out of that nap because he got some goals uh, it, during the international break. Deli Ali looked a little eh in the second game. But the first game, he was the one that actually led to Kane's goal with, with a nice little uh, uh, cutback. Boom. Yep. Pass it to the left side. Kane finished it off. And... So that oh, I didn't know if you had anything to say about Pickford. No, no, that was uh, <laughs> no, it was just Pickford matchups. Play the matchups, guys. It's going to be ugly the next two games. He's a goalkeeper. You can, you know, pick him up after two games. So yeah, I would uh, I would dump him for now. But he's and fantastic. He's, yeah, he's priced at five. So it's not like he's so inexpensive that you need to keep him. And last, but no, maybe least, definitely maybe least <laughs> for the risk pick. I think I've had him in every single week so far, whether it's going to be a buy or sell or keep. I think he's hit every – I think he's gone for the cycle in the last four weeks, and that's Joey Hart. Oh, poor team. guy. Poor guy. Because in United, you didn't think they are going to really win, but that was horrendous. Southampton, I thought there was going to be a chance for a clean sheet. Then he had Newcastle, which I thought was – that was how they are going to break out of that form. Yep. But now he has Huddersfield. Huddersfield, uh, they're definitely being like the house city of last year where out of nowhere where we thought, no, they're not going to be that great, but they're coming out the gates strong. They got uh, a couple wins, and then you got West Ham. Yeah, they're struggling, man. They're struggling. It's ugly for them. I don't know if, uh, if Billich will survive till the winter break. You know, if they don't 
sort this out because he has the players now. You know, obviously it's not this world class squad, but he has solid, solid players. He shouldn't be losing the way he is. Something's got to happen there, or he's going to be out of a job soon. Oh yeah, it's Billich. If he does not win this matchup, hmm, then get West Brom, Spurs, Swansea, Burn. He has to I, win two of those three. I was gonna say I don't th- I don't know if he makes it to Spurs if he does not win the next two. Nah, no way. That you think they'd fire him that <clears throat> quickly? Yes. <laughs> because, All right. Because right there we get Spurs because the intro manager um, he'd be fa- facing Spurs, so it's like not really that big of a game to the point where they kind of expect to lose. So it's like, all right, cool. And then once they get that manager in on the 30th, they face Swansea, Burnley, Brighton. And that would be a great – or then in Crystal Palace, that's a four-game stretch right there that's great for a new manager to get some wins under their belts to get the momentum. Some big calls, bus. Love it. Uh, I hope he doesn't go because I love Village. Okay, that's the goalies, defenders. I'm going with the Newcastle guy for a bye. Chancel. Bambi, Bamba, Bemba, Bamba, Bemba, Bemba. <laughs> okay, Bemba. I, I'm picking him for a couple of reasons. Oh, actually, hold up. Wait a minute. Oh, this is. I just crap. I didn't know he was. De- he had a hamstring in- injury. But you know what? Fine. I'll go with him, or we'll go with Clark. One of the two. I was going to go with Bemba because he was rated uh, priced at four. And that's yep. a guy that's a who's steal. starting. Yeah, that's a steal. But then we got uh, Karen Clark, 4.5 uh, price that He already has 18 points on the season. He uh, has a goal scored and a clean sheet against West Ham. You know what? Maybe take this guy because you got Swansea Stoke Brighton coming up. Yep. For Newcastle, if they're going to actually survive – they have to get points in these next three games. Probably so two. Bye, bye. Yeah, I would say one of those two guys. It's looking like Bemba's not going to be playing, but Clark, pick up Clark. Cool. Then we got Keeper, a guy that's been in, in the, the running, I think, the last two or three weeks. We have Hagazi. This guy, we talked about him, already 25 points on the season. We got Nayam at 23 points on the season. His teammate, the only difference is that Higazi's 0.2 less. So, but I mean, they're facing Brighton, West Ham, Arsenal, Watford, Leicester. Again, same thing as Farsa. Great matchups. This guy, so far, he's on fire. Rod the wave. Once it crashes, you can hop off and get get another defender. Cool. Last, oh, sorry, to sell, you got Harry Ma. Guire, because we already talked about it with Leicester. We don't know exactly where they stand with with uh, the field. What? No, sorry. Oh, I thought you said something. No. So we don't know exactly where Leicester stands with Drinkwater out and then uh, the other field transfers not happening. But Harry Maguire, he looks great. He's been good. At 5.1, he's a great buy. Not when he, you're playing Chelsea, Huddersfield, Liverpool, Bournemouth, West Brom. Those are five tough games. Look, Huddersfield, we don't know. That might be a clean sheet for them. Same thing with Bournemouth because they've been struggling. West Brom, West Brom, I could see a 0 0 tie there. So there yeah. are chances for clean sheets, but against Chelsea and Liverpool, 
I don't know. Because no they don't know who the midfield is. They exactly. lost one of the leaders. They lost Conte last year. <laughs> now they lost the other dude in the spine, in the middle of the spine right there. So Leicester might be in shambles. Or this is a great time for somebody from Leicester to step up and say, this is my team now. Definitely. But at the same time, that could be Maguire. But I'm not going to really bet against Chelsea and Liverpool. No. That would be silliness. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And then the risk pick. We just talked about them real quick. Huddersfield. Because we got Chris Schindler. I'm struggling with these names. <laughs> he, he's at 4.5. What else is new us? What else yeah, is <laughs> But he already has 21 points on the season without getting a goal and without getting an assist. And that's crazy because Huddersfield, they have three clean sheets. I mean, pick up anybody what from Huddersfield. What a start, dude. What a start. But <laughs> be careful. Good. Say that with a caveat because it's Huddersfield, man. They could be off to a hot start. Maybe this international break was a cooling period for them. Or who knows, to your point, maybe it's rejuvenation. They feel even fresher than before because they don't have a bunch of internationals leaving for duty. So they've had like two weeks to kind of work on strategy, game plans, get the fitness up. So, look, Huddersfield is the hot hand right now. Like I always try to say, play the hot hand. I didn't make that up, but it's one of the sayings I try to go by when it comes to fantasy. Um, Huddersfield, yeah. Look at that team. Try to pick out players. I, I've i picked out a few players. Not going to really drop names right now because we're competing, especially <laughs> you, Winspateri, listening, spying, spying on us like a true waspy. Um, but, yeah, Huddersfield, man, looking good. I mean, I, I don't hold anything back. I think everybody knows my teams. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Because you got West Ham, Leicester, Burnley. Those are three teams that it looks like they might start the season with six clean sheets. But then after that, you get Swan, uh, Spurs, Swansea, United, Liverpool, West Brom, Bournemouth, City, Arsenal, Everton. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven are the next nine. Um, seven out of those nine will be tough after the game against Burnley. So I say next three matches, keep somebody from Huddersfield, and then after that, sell them until December, December 9th. Yeah, basically, yep. Or maybe even December 16th. So <laughs> after three weeks, don't don't even look at them till halfway through December. But uh, they're looking pretty good. So... On to midfielders. Midfield. Guy, I mean, this guy is just a pro. I think I talked about him last last week or two weeks ago, rather. Jose just came out saying that he wants more from him. I don't know exactly what he needs from him because he's already making this league look silly from his start. Yeah, that's a no-brainer pick right here. Mkhitaryan uh, at 8.3. Uh Dude. He started at eight already. So to give you an idea, every week he's gone up 0.1, 0.1, He's trending up, ladies and Germans. Got to jump in right now. You might miss this boat. And, and again, like I said before, with the uh, Huddersfield defender, he had 21 points without a goal or assist. McTierian has 26 points without a goal. And that's pretty crazy for a midfield because he has two assists, two assists, and one assist. And then has the three clean sheets. With Pogba, he has the 26 points overall, but he's scored. And Pogba scoring, I think that's going to start to wind down a little bit. Yeah, and, right, Huss. No, no, no. no when when I, all things considered, 
when it comes down to Mkhitaryan getting assists and Pogba getting goals, I think count on Mkhitaryan getting assists more than Pogba getting the goals. Fair enough. So that's why I chose Mkhitaryan over Pogba. Because the next, I mean, they've Stoke, Everton. Uh, yeah, that could be tough. Southampton, Crystal Palace, then Liverpool. So we're looking at teams that he can definitely score some points against. Definitely. After that, we got, ooh, the keep. This keep. We, I was struggling <laughs> with this one. Because now I'm, all, I'm already like, mm, was I, am I serious about this? But you got Alexi Sanchez. Look, they have Bournemouth, then Chelsea, West Brom, Brighton, Watford. He's 11.9. He's a very expensive, but we saw him last year. He was very well could have been the best offensive player. Uh, I think it was. I think for fantasy, he led the league because of that silly loophole that the league didn't catch in time or the fantasy league didn't catch in time with him playing forward basically the whole year and listed as a midfielder. I mean, you look at transfer market. He played 25 games at the forward position. That's well over half the games. He should have been bumped up into that forward position instead of getting, you know, those extra, I think it's an extra point or two when you score from midfield. So that's why he was he was the, the leader last year. He killed it. Yeah, and again, this is a keep. This is not a buy. If you don't have Sanchez, do not buy him. But if you if you have him, keep him because I think you just lost a point one. Maybe he can get you a couple points back after Bournemouth. But with Lacazette in there, Lexi Sanchez last year got a lot of his points by playing forward. Once he moved back to the left, his points started slowing down. So right now, if he's in playing left wing again, maybe he has a partnership with Lacazette. Maybe they don't even play on the field at the same time because Arson <laughs> doesn't always do it. I have no idea. But when it comes down to Sanchez, you know he can play. And yeah, sell him after Bournemouth if you have him. Take that one little extra – Leap of faith for Bournemouth. Well, against Bournemouth. Uh, then selling. <laughs> We're sticking with Arsenal. This guy, I don't care. I, I don't care that if he had two assists in the first match. Granite Xhaka. Oh, Jesus. Whoever has him as a maniac does not like playing fantasy. I mean, he's selected by 15.4% Ridiculous. of teams. It's he's- all Arsenal fans. <laughs> Yeah. Well, at the same time, he's only 5.6, so he's a good price, but he's going to get you more cards than assists. Exactly. So every time you start the game, so you know how you get two minutes for 90 minutes, Xhaka really gets subbed out. So you assume you start the game with two points, then you hope for an assist or a goal or whatever. But with him, you start with one point because there's always that minus one for the yellow card. (laughs) Always. He's ridiculous. And again, they have Bournemouth and Chelsea and then West Brom and everything. So I would say get rid of Xhaka. He's too crazy. He's a meathead. Uh, then. Risky. Risky. Because you haven't really seen too much of this guy yet. He has one assist on the season. They're facing Watford, then Crystal Palace, United, Stoke, and Newcastle. I'm talking about Nathan Redman from Southampton. My boy. My this boy. is a guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's your boy. I love this dude. I've been I've been screaming at the top of my lungs for Liverpool to pick him up. He's I think I think behind you know the obvious left backs and stuff. He's he's next in line, man. He's the next Danny Rose in my opinion. The dude scores goals. He did it. Uh, he's done it 
all over the place. I think he was at Norwich, if I'm not mistaken, before Southampton. Um, he's an English international, and he's still playing at Southampton, and no one really came for him. I'm surprised even, like, Man United didn't come through, but I understand Mourinho's giving uh, Luke Shaw one more year to kind of get his stuff together, and if not, I think he's going to be shipped out. But Redmond, I think, was the miss of the transfer window. No team came in for that guy, or at least, you know, no team broke the bank for that guy, which, in my opinion, they should have. Okay. Well, maybe if United get him, he could be your new Ashley Young once Young retires. No, it'll be better than that. I love oh. Young, but it'll be better than that. Oh, okay. I don't know. Young, a couple of years ago, was I was a stud. Yeah, he was. He so was. that's that's for midfield strikers. Let's move on to them real quick because this has to be a quick episode. Sorry, guys, but we're busy people. We're, we we're celebrity. We're famous. I <laughs> <laughs> demand. Yeah, so – this guy, I don't think anyone will be surprised, but he's only selected by 13.2% of the teams. His left are coming up, Arsenal, Stoke, City, Crystal Palace. So three or four games out of the next five, I think he's going to score. But after Palace, you get Watford and Bournemouth. His name is Morata. Whoa. Wow, I, mean, I thought you were going somewhere else. Okay. No, this guy... I mean, he played 31 minutes the first match, got a goal and assist. Played 78 minutes the next week. Didn't get anything, but he got the clean sheet. Oh, no, he didn't get the clean sheet. Sorry, he's a striker. But then after that, he played 77 minutes against Everton and scored a goal and assist. It's almost as if this guy is going to just light this, this league on fire soon because he seems dangerous. Yeah, I mean, he's – like I always say, if you guys listen to the, to the episode, the podcast – I always say that um, I give international players, you know, a year to kind of adjust to the league, the pace, the weather, the atmosphere. But, man, it looks like this guy's not going to need a year, man. Every once in a while you get those players who just show up and just kill it from day one. And he looks, he looks the part. Next, to keep. Again, not to buy, to keep. Same thing with Sanchez. You know what? We're going to stay with Arsenal because it's oh. one of those things where I think it's almost like I can't believe how bad they're doing. And oh, that's great. It's, it's like you have to keep them because you're just like, no, they're going to turn it around. It's almost like me and Joey Hart with West Ham. It's like, no, we can't be that bad. They're going to have to turn around. But I'm going to stick with Lacazette. Keep him. He's only 10.4. You just lost the point if you have him. But, I mean, Bournemouth hasn't done very well. Then you get Chelsea again, then West Brom, Brighton, Watford. I think the White, uh, Brighton, Watford, and Bournemouth, those look like good games that he's going to score against. Again, we've never seen Lacazette and Alexi Sanchez on the field together, so we don't know what kind of habits they can do. <laughs> That's such a ridiculous statement, Huss. Like, I can't believe it's true. I can't believe it. They bought, they broke the bank for this guy, and they haven't put him on the field with their best player. And they had a chance against the biggest opponent of the season, and they didn't. Like, I'm sorry, I'm just I'm repeating old like Arsenal stuff. I'm sure the Arsenal fans are tired of hearing it, but I'm still in shock. I can't believe it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like I'm so confused. But then uh, we got for the cell, we have Christian Benteke. Oh my god, he's owned by five point five percent of the teams. That's I know that people like it's it's Christian Benteke. I mean. I'm a Liverpool fan. I saw him all season when he was with Liverpool, and just you can see the cracks in his game. He has, he has what four points total in the last three matches. Uh, his shot selection, eh. when he shoots, eh. 
but they're facing Burnley, who can show up. Southampton, that's a team that can show up. Then you get City, United, Chelsea. <laughs> okay, Dude, Palace. Palace okay. might be relegated by week 10. My God. They might play Sunderland, man. Yeah, they need, they need Zaha back. Until he comes back, team is impotent. I mean, we're going to we're gonna see. I mean, I don't think – what is that? Five games. If they do not take three – Four points from these next five matches. I don't think Frank DeBoer is manager f- October 21st against Newcastle. Probably not. See, he doesn't have the, the clout. At least, uh, what's his name? Billich has a bit of a bit of a reputation, uh, a bit of history at West Ham. Um, he's still, you know, I think he's still one of the early favorites to go. But Frank DeBoer, oi, oi, oi. Oh, but at the same time, he, he also is new, so maybe Palace want to give him a little bit more slack, saying, hey, you just came in. But at the same time, it's like, what you know can what you the do? Pro- you know what the problem with that is? Has there's so much money in the Premier League that getting relegated is like going bankrupt. Not literally, but just losing all that revenue, all that money. You're about to lose all your players if you do. Exactly. So it's like teams are going to be desperate to pull the trigger, hairpin trigger. Look at uh, Ranieri last season. You know, it looked, it looked like it ended up working out because Shakespeare kept him up. But, man, you could win a Premier League title with Leicester and still get fired. So it's not looking good for Frank. Yeah, well. Maybe he needs his brother him. Ronald. Where you at, Ronald? Ronald the Bull. Yeah. <laughs> feel for him, but, I mean, I fully understand. Then we got risky pick. It was going to be Mitrovic. It was. I actually Thank thought God I was on to something. When, when all that happened, I really thought – I really thought it was going to happen, but he's out because of what he did to Lanzini with the elbow. So now he's suspended till October 1st. So Silly boy. Instead of that, I'm going back to a team that we already talked about. This guy, he leads the line for Huddersfield. His name is Mooney or Mounty, Steve Mounty. But, I mean, he had two goals in the first match, and then no goals or assists in the leading two. Uh... They're facing West Ham, Leicester, Burnley, Spurs, Swansea. This guy at 6.1, he could be a huge steal because West Ham have been leaking. It's almost been floodgates all season for them. Same thing with Leicester. We talked about them already. Burnley doesn't look like the Burnley of uh, last year. Spurs, they're going to get annihilated or maybe just – maybe they could tie 1-1 because they're impressive this year so far. But then Swansea, I don't think they're going to – uh, I think there's many chances they can score there, but 15 points in three games. He's a good he's a good buy because he's pretty much matching up with his price tag. I try to find players who can get an average price per match per their their price, whether they can match up to that or not. Uh, then captain, safe pick Morata, Chelsea, and then risk pick right back to Steve Mounty because you know what. Get a that's a risk pick. If you want to lay it on yeah. the line, lay it on the line because against a team like West Ham, this guy very well could get a hat trick. Yeah, who knows, man? Who knows with West Ham? Right now they're weak. At some point they'll figure it out for a bit. They may never come back fully strong, but right now, yeah, I I would bet against West Ham. And then uh last week, just keeping track of my points, I didn't do that the last couple of weeks. Last week my buys had nine points, my keeps had five points. 
my sells have eight points, but my risk picks had 22 points. So Whoa. last week, it was all about the risk. Gambler's Paradise last week. I love so, it. I'm going to have to keep track of those, put those on our Google Doc so you can check it out because I don't want to just throw names out there at you guys. I want to make sure that you see them trying to be credible with you. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Thanks, Bus. Thanks for the, for the insight as always. You guys are welcome. Uh, we did your homework for you. Well, actually, Bussington did your homework for you. At least gave you a leg up. Um, I advise you read as much as you can. Watch highlights. Most importantly, watch the games, guys. That's how you're going to crack this game. You're going to see, you know, things that aren't necessarily covered in the articles or covered uh, during the highlights. If you're watching the full games, you'll get that data where you'll see, oh, who's number 10 on Burnley? Wow, he's playing well. Maybe I should consider him. Put him on your watch list. Keep an eye on him. So we're trying to get you guys as, as badass fantasy players as possible. Not sure why, because we're kind of competing with you guys. But I guess we just love you that much, and we appreciate your support. Keep supporting us. We'll keep cracking the content. We appreciate all the downloads. I especially appreciate you telling your mama. Speaking of that, we got merchandise coming soon. Be on the lookout. We'll send out a shout once that is out. Uh, thanks for the support, guys. Go, cool. let us. <laughs>